Hi, welcome to Healthy Wealthy Roots, a podcast about financial wellness, mental health, and parenthood. Do you remember what you did with the last bonus that you got? When last you got a raise, do you remember how you allocated that money and what you've done with that money since? That is a question that I could not answer previously. And once I started getting a better handle of my own personal finances, it occurred to me that it is really important to make wise use of that money. The thing is, money goes where we tell it to go. And so if we want our money to grow, then it will do that. If we want our money to disappear, (laughs) then it will do that too. I want to help you make better use of any bonuses or raises that may be coming your way. If you haven't heard of it before, there's something called the Diderot effect. Diderot was this philosopher in the 1700s, and he got a brand new robe as a gift. When he got this robe, he loved his robe so much, and he um, almost immediately started comparing everything else in his life to this brand new robe. And in comparison, his life did not look great in comparison to this robe. His his furnishings and his home and the other clothes that he wore, like this, this must have been a luxury robe, okay? Like I am thinking the fanciest robe you have ever seen because he got so discontent with everything else that he already owned that he felt like he needed to upgrade. So think about it this way. You get a brand new pair of shoes or a designer bag, and then you have to get an outfit to go with it. So you spend money there. And because you have this really fancy outfit, you have to go somewhere really fancy, which costs a lot of money, right? And you can't just show up in your beat-up car, right? So there's this effect where once we start buying things that are fancy or luxurious, we feel like we need to replace some of the other things in our life. And that can really snowball because if you think about it, if you buy a house, then you have to buy furniture. And that's one of the um, debts that I had to pay off because I didn't realize how much furniture a house needed. (laughs) Um, When you upgrade your furniture, you have to upgrade your artwork and your decor because obviously you can't possibly have your friends come over and see that you have the same things in your brand new house. What? All of those things are what is considered the Diderot effect. 
And when you get a bonus or a raise, what often happens is that we as human beings immediately think, oh my goodness, I have more money. Here are all of the ways in which I can spend it. Here are the things that I can spend it on. And if you are working towards having financial health, it's not just about spending money. There are other things that you should be considering doing with your money. So my first recommendation is to wait to see what your new take-home pay is going to be. For me, I talk on this podcast all of the time about the fact that I am not great at math. And that's fine. So for me, if I know that I will be getting a raise or a bonus, I wait until the next paycheck to see what that amount is going to be. If you're good at math, you can calculate how much will be taken out in taxes, how much will be taken out with your deductions, So that's um, your health insurance that your employer uh, and you pay for out of your paycheck. Uh, If you are contributing to your employer retirement plan, for me, there are a ton of deductions that come out related to my child and my workplace. You can wait until you get your next paycheck or you can do the math and figure out what your new paycheck is going to look like. Wait until that is done because you really can't make a plan for money that you don't have yet, right? You get this email, your boss says, congratulations, you've done such an awesome job. Here is a bonus of $2,000. And immediately you're like, yes, $2,000. Let me go spend this $2,000 on XYZ that counts up to $2,000. And then you realize, oh, wait a minute, I'm not actually getting $2,000 in cash because there are all of these things that have to be deducted first. So that's step one. Step two is remember this ugly little thing called inflation. So the reason why we are supposed to be getting raises on a regular basis is to at least keep up with inflation and also to keep up with the recommendations for the salaries that our career uh, should receive. So if you are an engineer, in the market of engineers, the average salary is XYZ, and your boss needs to keep up with whatever that is to make sure that they can keep you on board, right? The thing about inflation is that it impacts the cost of our living. So when inflation goes up, the cost of food at the grocery store goes up and the cost of gas to put in your car goes up. And for some people, their rent will go up. And when all of those things go up, your employer should be giving you more money so that you can afford the things that you usually need in order to live. That's one of the things to consider. So when you are getting a raise or a bonus, 
it's important to remember that inflation has happened since the last time that you had your raise or your bonus. In, in all likelihood, it has happened. And so you have to adjust your budget to reflect that. So don't go throwing all of that money on spending when you need to be like, oh, yeah, I am spending more money at the grocery. I should put aside money to make sure that I'm covering all of the groceries. Oh, yeah, I am spending more money on gas, et cetera, et cetera. The thing about this topic, people in the personal finance space who are personal finance experts, uh, I've heard the term a couple of times lately, finfluencers, finance influencers, they are very good at telling you what you should and shouldn't do with your money and breaking it down to specific numbers. They, where this topic is concerned, would tell you, oh, if you get a raise, then you should spend 10% of it and save 90% of it. Or they may say, oh, you got a raise, put all of the raise, whatever the difference is between your old paycheck and your new paycheck, put the whole thing in the stock market because you won't miss it because you're used to not having it. And I am not of that mindset. Uh, for one, psychologists don't tell people what to do. Uh, you can decide what is best for you. And two, everyone's situation is different. Uh, and then three, like I mentioned, inflation is a real thing. So you have to make use of your money in ways that make sense. With that in mind, the way that I think about raises and bonuses now, I think about it as going into different financial buckets or towards my seedlings. In episode 10 of this podcast, uh, I believe that was sometime last year, I talked about the six seeds of financial health. And for me, I think about all of the different aspects of my financial wellness as seedlings because I'm growing them into trees. And for me, when I think about getting any extra money, so whether it's a raise, a bonus, uh, over the past year we've gotten stimulus payments and so on, I think about how I could use them in those seedlings of mine. So I'm going to talk a little bit about each of the categories that you want to consider putting some or all of your raise or bonus towards. I will start off with enjoying it. You have worked hard and you deserve the rec recognition for the work that you have done. I want you to enjoy that experience. You can determine what that looks like for you. Say you are getting an extra $500 a month. Does that mean that 
you are going to go out and eat at fancy restaurants and spend $500 a month, you can do that. That is entirely up to you. (laughs) Would that be my recommendation? No, it won't. But that is something that you can do. Either way, spend some money on yourself. You deserve it. When it comes to prioritizing, I think about a few things. If you have debt, particularly if you have high interest debt, so that is really anything above like six, seven, eight percent. So most credit cards are higher than that. Most are in the teens or in the 20s for some people. If you have high interest debt, you want to be tackling that. There is a really popular article in the personal finance space online that says your debt is an emergency. And that's very much how I feel about my debt and how uh, what helped fuel me on getting started with my debt-free journey. Because if you are losing that amount of money towards interest, it's very hard for you to build wealth and to gain financial stability. So if you get a raise or a bonus, you want to be tackling that debt. To give you an example, earlier this year, uh, the hospital that I work at gave us all a small bonus. And I did not even think twice about what I was going to do with that money because my eyes are set on becoming debt-free in the first half of next year. And so I put the entire thing on one of my credit cards. That's because to me, my debt is an emergency. Another factor that is a high priority on this list is your savings. Making sure that you have enough of an emergency fund. Uh, Some people have not just an emergency fund, they also have a rainy day fund. And what's the difference between the two? From what I've seen, some people like to separate the two because they consider their emergency fund uh, break the glass. This is an emergency kind of situation. Uh, So for instance, if they lost their job due to a global pandemic and were out of work for six months, that's the money that can cover the bills. So that emergency fund tends to be a bigger amount of money. For the rainy day fund, that tends to be smaller. So you can do something like $1,000. If you drove past a construction site and a whole bunch of nails got into your tires and you had to replace your tires, that's the cash that will pay for that rainy day situation. Um, You want to make sure that you are setting aside money for savings. Savings could also be short-term goals or relatively short-term goals. So if you know that you want to be buying a house, you're going to be setting aside money for saving for a down payment or for a car or for a family vacation. 
things like that. Those are things that you can put some of that money towards. You also may want to consider your self-development. Please do not neglect yourself. When you think about all of the things that you can be doing with money, you and taking care of you is also very important. And self-development can look different for different people. It may mean taking a class that you've always wanted to take, like a cooking class. It may mean uh, getting a new certification, um, which is something that I am in the process of doing because I very much enjoy advancing myself and doing things that are new challenges and help me grow. Um, it could also mean something like signing up for a personal trainer because you need that extra motivation or starting therapy. Um, Self-development can be any of those things. And that's one way that you can use some of this extra money that you now have in your pocket. Investing is another one of my seedlings. And the importance of investing is being able to take care of your future self. Yes, your savings can do that to an extent. But if you are trying to build wealth for long term, then investing is the way to do that. Uh, and I am in the financial independence community. And generally speaking, we turn to low cost index funds for investing um, because they are your closest to a guarantee in terms of having a decent return on your money. So when I get a raise or a bonus, that's one of the things that I will be thinking about. Okay, well, how much am I contributing right now to my investments? And how much more can I contribute based on this raise that I've gotten or this bonus that I've gotten? Uh, and make sure that if you are enrolled in your employer's retirement plan, that you go in and you adjust what your contribution is. If you don't know how to do that, you can call HR and they can help you with it. I also want to mention charity. For me, it is very important to give back. Um, I know that I would not have gotten where I am in life if I did not have the help of other people. I know that where I am going in life, I cannot get there without the help of other people. I am very appreciative of the people who contribute to my life and to my well-being and to my advancement. And so for me, one of the ways that I express that gratitude is by giving to others. And when you have extra money come your way, that's one thing that you can do. There are tons of ways that you can engage in charitable giving. It does not necessarily have to mean you put cash into someone else's hands, but you can use that money for uh, the well-being of other people. 
And so those are really the big categories that I think of when I think about extra money coming my way and what I could potentially do with it. Paying off debt, contributing to savings, contributing to investing, self-development, charitable giving, as well as enjoying it. The way in which you break that up is going to be entirely up to you. I don't know that it's necessary that you give to each one of those seedlings with the extra money that you get. It may not be realistic, especially if you only get a small bonus or a small raise. Like, for instance, when I got um, that extra money earlier this year, it was not much. And so it was just enough for me to feel comfortable putting it on the debt. And so it's okay if you only put it in one area, that's fine. But I wanted to give you an idea of all of the different ways in which you can allocate that money. Congratulations on your raise. You deserve it. Thank you for joining me today. You can check out the website at healthywealthyroots.org. Most of the episodes have additional resources on their very own page on the website. You can also follow me on Instagram at healthywealthyroots as well as on Clubhouse at HWR. Remember, our future grows from healthy, wealthy roots. Steve Jobs once described time as our most precious resource, and I absolutely agree. Have you ever found yourself wondering how you could find the time to do the things that you really want to do, as well as accomplish the things that you have to do? Let's talk about making the most of your time on the next episode. This podcast offers only a look at what I'm doing and is not meant to substitute the results you can get from working one-on-one with a professional.